Hey, Granville Chapel youth, welcome back to our 40 Days with Jesus podcast, a podcast helping us get ready in Lent for Easter. And as I'm recording this, it's Thursday, it's April 9th, and it's the week, it's the day in the week of Easter, right before the events of Good Friday and Easter Sunday. This is the day that uh, probably this event happened that I'm going to be talking about today in John 13, the Last Supper the events leading up to Jesus' arrest and crucifixion, which we celebrate tomorrow. So I hope you can grab your Bible and follow along, and let's get into it. All right. So John chapter 13, uh, in my Bible, it's called Jesus Washes His Disciples' Feet. We have a few things going on here. We have the washing of the feet. We have Jesus predicting His betrayal and Uh, Peter's denial. So as we look at it opens up, uh, you can imagine yourself at night with Jesus. You've come into Jerusalem with him, fearing the worst um, and probably hiding out a bit and having this last supper, which would have been probably the Passover meal, uh, which was a Jewish custom. So there they are in this upper room and Jesus, knowing what is going to go on, he does this very purposeful act of foot washing. And it says when the evening meal was served, he gets up from the table and he took out his outer garment and he wraps himself like a servant and gets a bowl and begins to do this very humble thing that only a household servant in their time would do, not the, the respected rabbi, not their Jesus. So definitely it gets a reaction from the whole group. But Peter in particular, uh, right away wants to reject this kind of foot washing. It just, he says, Lord, you're not, you shall never wash my feet. And so we can see from that, that in their culture, this is just not done. They have this real respect and honor for those above them. But Jesus answers him and he says, unless you let me do this, you can't be part of me. And he goes on to describe after washing their feet, he says, do you understand what I've done for you? He explains that you call me teacher and Lord, which is right. That's what I am. But now as your teacher and Lord, I've washed your feet. So you should also wash one another's feet. I've set an example for you of what you should do for each other. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master. So Jesus is really a as he always does, reorienting their their version of what they think him is about, his kingdom is about, and it's about humility. And um, I don't think they saw this coming. So then what I need you to imagine is you're at this party, this, this foot washing has just happened, and you're, okay, you're going to get down and eat this meal. So probably they're sitting on the floor in a circle around maybe a low table or a carpet with the food on it. And you've probably got Peter and John sitting next to Jesus and then a circle of all the disciples and Judas is somewhere nearby. Then what happens is Jesus being totally in control of him heading to the cross, he sets out to expose Judas. Judas probably, who has gone ahead and... Uh, arranged with the the laws, uh, the teachers of the law to betray Jesus, uh, has no idea that Jesus knows. But of course he does. So in a way, Jesus 
calls them out and says, he who shares my bread has lifted his heel against me. Someone's going to betray him. And uh, the disciples are confused. And so Peter, who's sitting nearby, kind of jabs John, who's probably sitting right next to Jesus and says, you know, ask the master. So John does. He says, uh, Lord, who is it? So you can imagine sort of in a large room, they don't all know what's going on, what's all being whispered. And Jesus then probably says aloud, it's the one to whom I'll give this piece of bread. And after dipping it in, he hands it to Judas and then says aloud to everyone, what you're about to do, go do it quickly. So what the rest of the room probably thought is something about, well, Judas, who holds the purse, maybe Jesus is saying, go and help the poor, go give a donation. But what we as the reader know is that Judas has been called out. Jesus has called him out uh, to go and initiate his betrayal. So it says Satan had already taken a hold of Judas and he went out and it was night. So very ominous, Judas going out to betray his master. And then if that wasn't enough, Jesus now switches with the 11 who are there to try to explain again that he's going to be glorified, which uh, what it means is to be revealed. Uh, he says, I'm going to go be revealed for who I truly am and what my kingdom's really about. But where I'm going, you can't come with me. And so it, they're, they're confused and they say, Lord, I want to come with you. Um, and Peter in particular, who is so passionate, but so ignorant to what Jesus is about, um, Jesus has to say, before this evening is done, you will betray me. Whereas Peter has just said, Lord, you know, I'll follow you to the very end. And I think in Peter's mind, he's probably imagining there's going to be some battle where their Messiah rises up and becomes that king they want him to be. Little does Peter know it's going to be about arrest and crucifixion. And so Peter, I think he just represents us. Uh, those best intentions we have to follow Jesus fall so short. And on our own, we're like Peter who begin to try and dictate to Jesus, you know, don't wash my feet. Uh, don't go away and I'll follow you to the end. But Jesus knows, like he knew Peter, that uh, we are even capable of betrayal. And yet he loves us. He serves us. Uh, he knows we're like wa uh, lost sheep. And Jesus still goes forward to the cross with a room full of disciples he knows will betray and run away. This is love. This is the agape love of the Father demonstrated in Jesus, that kind of love that puts the other first at all costs. It's the love of humble service that washes our feet, that is glorified on the cross, that loves us even when we betray. So as we end, I have a question for you and a prayer. Here's the question. What are the true motives in your heart as you attempt to follow Jesus? I want you to know that Jesus already knows. He knows and he went to the cross for you, no matter how noble or how twisted your motives are. And secondly, a prayer. Let's pray from Psalm 51, where it says, Create in me a pure heart, O God. 
in this prayer, just go ahead and admit what's actually going on inside of you and allow Jesus to fill you up with his love. There you go. I hope you've had a wonderful day and I hope this episode is a real blessing to you as you walk towards Easter, contemplating what the gift of Jesus means for you, how it draws you to the Father and how it fills you with his eternal life right now and points you to that life to come forever. Have a wonderful day, whatever you're doing. See you next time right here on 40 Days with Jesus. Stirring, joy arising as we look to the